0: Welcome to the Faith Renew Podcast. I'm Pastor Terry Rogers, and I want to thank you for listening to this message. If you want to learn more about Faith Renew, check us out online at faithRenew.org. bring a Bible to church? Any Bible people? Yeah. 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 I like this. Amen. Do this old school. Go back. Way back. Go to Leviticus. What? Leviticus chapter 23. Leviticus chapter 23. And if you are a YouVersion Bible app user, anybody use the YouVersion Bible app? It's pretty cool, man. If you have not, you can do this right now on YouVersion. You can click there on uh, more than events, and you'll see these verses that I'm sharing with you today. You'll see points today, things that I'm showing uh, and speaking here. You'll be able to follow along with that. But Leviticus chapter 23, uh, verses 23 through 25. And uh, I, um, man, I'm excited about this today. Uh, I want to read this. Verse 23, when you got it, say amen. 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 That's enough for us to proceed. It says this, Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, on the first day of the month, you shall have a Sabbath's rest, a memorial of blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation, you shall do no customary work on it, and you shall, you shall offer an offering made by fire to the Lord. Yeah, let's do this. Let's pray and talk to Father one more time, and then let's just have a good time today in his house. God, thank you today for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for what you're doing in this house, Lord. And I just thank you that you're making all things new. Yeah, Lord, you're making all things new, and I'm just honored, Lord, today to be able to stand, share your word, Lord. Today, God, may you just have full and every way, Lord, reign in this house to do what you need to do. And God, we just thank you for it, Lord. We thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit is at work in our lives, God. And today, Lord, we just want to be open today, Lord, and in stepping into what's happening in your people, Lord, and with them today. So we just declare today your blessings over this house, God. Thank you for my life, Lord. Speak your blessings over her, Lord, in this new year. In Jesus' holy name, amen, amen, amen. Tell your neighbor, say, we are family. Oh, man, tell, them, tell the other person near you that you, did, you just ignored that time. Smile at them and say, hey, we are family. Amen. Amen. I love it. Say, whether you like it or not. Amen. Amen. Whether you like it or not. Uh, that is the series we're in nearing the end of, called We Are Family, and um, I love it because we have been digging into what the family unit looks like, speaking to specific areas of the home and of the family, and uh, again, just a lot there, 20 weeks into this deal, and so I encourage you to go back and listen to those messages, watch those services, and again, you can find all those on our, our social media sites, Church Center app, I encourage you to do so. But last week, shared a message called The Curse is Canceled. Amen. And, uh, and we, I'm telling you, we, it was just wild what we saw God do. And uh, today I, I, I feel like it's, I, I'm following that up, I guess, um, with just what I feel like God has just put heavy on my heart this week. And I will say this, uh, it's going to be a very different type message today. For me, and uh, I'm i going to speak on some things and uh, teach on some stuff this morning that I've never shared at all. I've never stepped into the areas of what I'm going to be teaching and and speaking on this morning. And um, but I love it. I love what God's doing. And one of the things that I feel like is like really strong today in my heart is this: that He is just making all things new. And it's wild, and I love it. And so we'll we'll talk more about that in a moment. But man, we got we got to celebrate. Last week was incredible what God did in this room. I'm telling you, amazing what the Spirit of God did. We had two incredible services, generational strongholds being broken off of of families. Yeah, I mean generational things. Some have been in generations for years, how broken off of people, and there were generational blessings being released in this house, and it was incredible. There were stories after story after story. It has been wild what we've been seeing, and we've been seeing a blessing released over this family, and I'm thankful for it. We celebrated last week baptisms. Amen. Oh man, it was so fun. I mean, and it was so, so good. And uh, at the end of our 11 a.m. service, Pastor Andrew shared this, but we had 16 spontaneous baptisms Whoa. happening, and we always keep by. Yeah, I mean, go ahead, give God some glory for that. That's incredible. <laughs> Amen. Ah, oh, so cool. And, and we. <laughs> We, I looked at Pastor Andrew, Andrew, I was like, hey, bro, tell them we got some clothes if they want to get, anybody else needs to get baptized. You kind of feel that. And we were not expecting what, what God did. And so they were people drying off with tablecloths. And uh, I mean, it was wash rags. It was wild, man. And, and nobody cared. Nobody cared. And I'm like, so what? I mean, people was getting in, had all their clothes on, shoes. I'm like, well, let us help you get those off. Amen. Because, again, the Spirit of God was at work. It was incredible what the, what the Holy Spirit was doing. And the Holy Spirit just flooded this house. I mean, he did. And then, like, the people literally flooded this place. And because uh, uh, it was while well, we had, had to run fans for three days. True story. fans running three days trying to dry this place out. And I'm like, man, do it again, God. We'll, we'll get new carpet if we have to. Whatever we got to do. Do whatever you want to do. But it was amazing, and I'm still trying to do this. If you were here, and I, I saw this on a lot of posts this week, that there's, I'm still trying to process it. Yeah. I just damn. I'm just still trying to process what we watched, uh, just saw the Holy Spirit do. But I, I truly feel like that he set some things in motion. Yeah, I, I do. I feel like he set some things in motion, and he started some things this week. And uh, for me, just early on, I mean, I go in like, I mean, it's like church is over on Sunday, I start start saying to the Lord, like, well, "What's next week? What are we doing next week, God?" Start speaking it to me, showing it to me, and it was just some of the things that I kept like feeling in my heart. I was like, "How do I put that in, into kind of into words for a message?" And so, but but it was it, it was wild. But one of the things again, I kept feeling was it was like all things new. And it was just amazing what he just kept placing this in my heart and 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 the cameras, a new camera set up, man, was incredible, was able to capture some of those moments but to be able to be in the position that we were in and to be able to see what would happen when someone would go down in the waters of baptism and you would watch things be drowned in that water and you would see them come up with a newness of life. I mean, just truly believing for God to do some incredible things and we got to See that firsthand, and it was amazing. And I truly believe this. I believe what God did in the natural by drawing people to that place, He was showing us what He was doing in the spiritual. Hello. I do. I, I feel like I'm like. God, I feel like he was doing something and beginning to show us and something that we can lay our eyes upon and something that we can see that he was doing. And it was amazing. It was, it was just wild what he did. And I love this. One of the passages he put on my heart is this, Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19. And I want, I want to read it in the Message Bible. This is where he had me this week. He said that we are to forget about what's happened. All right? And, uh, and, and don't keep going over old history. Alright, so when we say that, we're not talking about not celebrating what God does. We can celebrate. As a matter of fact, we're gonna see that in a moment in the word. But he said this: be alert. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new. Oh man, I want it. It's bursting out. He said, don't you see it? I love this. There it is. Some of you, are like man, I don't, I don't see it. Where is it? Just, <laughs> get ready. I mean, it just don't you see it? Amen. The Bible says, like, he has ears, let him hear, amen. And and he has, we can see things. And I, I love this. Don't you see it? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert, rivers in the badlands. And it's just like amazing. Again, just as I just share my heart today in a different way and just speak on some stuff a little bit different this morning, it was, it was amazing for me because I kept feeling that in my heart. And then this week as I was looking, it, it, something came up on my calendar that, t- this, that today we're celebrating. And, um, and, and it's, a, it's a word, it's a, it's a Jewish feast or festival, and it's called Rosh Hashanah. Now, the, the correct, I believe, the correct pr- pr- pronunciation in the Hebrew is Rosh Hashanah. That's how you got to say it. Come on, somebody. Rosh Hashanah. But we're in the south, baby. We're going to call it Rosh Hashanah, baby. That's how we're going to do it today. Amen. So we're going to stick with the boys from the south. And so Rosh, Rosh Hashanah today is, is, is a while because it's observed over a two-day period. And it began at sundown on Friday, and it ends at sundown today. All right? So as I began to like, I was like, I read that, and I've seen it. It's come up on my calendar every year. I mean, I've just, you know, you see it, and I'm like... Rosh Hashanah, whatever. I've never taken the time to uh, like really dig into these feasts or the festivals and those types of things because, first of all, I want to make this so clear. We're not bound to have to observe any of those things, and we don't have to honor those types of things. We're not underneath any type of rule of law to have to do that. All right. So I want to make sure we're set free and understand this. Pastor's not up here like, he's taking us a new direction. He's doing a new thing, so we're we going to start doing this. No, I'm the, no listen, I, I, but I, I truly believe this that there are things that we can see that we can draw from There are things that we can draw from. There are great truths that are in these festivals. There are great truths that represent and and show to us some very great significant things that we can experience in our life. And there are great benefits, I believe, that can come from these things. Because as we see this, this is how for us it can be helpful. Because today, the Jewish people, the ones who haven't put their faith in Christ, a Messianic Jew, those Jewish people are still waiting on the Messiah, And we're celebrating the Messiah. Amen. We're celebrating that Jesus has already come, has already stepped out of heaven to earth for us. Got on a cross and gave his life for our sin and shame. That Jesus today. So we do this. We study these things. And I believe we can learn and draw some stuff from these truths that God can help us with. Because here's the experience for us. He's already here. So this ain't like we're trying to go into these festivals or trying to observe something like hoping that it'll happen. We're we'll gonna stretch this, we we'll gonna stretch this a little bit today because we're we're going into these things, being able to receive what he has for us. And I love this because if you don't know Rosh Hashanah, this is what marks the start of the Jewish New Year. Woo! Now, how many are sick and tired of 2020? Hey Amen. I've just seen so many posts on that, and, and there's been some crazy stuff. But there's also been some incredible things happening in 2020. Amen. I I'm not going to discount what God has done, again, in the midst of a crazy world. Amen. it has been incredible. But this is what's amazing to me. I sense that the Holy Spirit is wanting to just do something. Again, it's been new. He just kept saying that. We kept seeing it. We watched God do it. We've been hearing stories of it, and then I look, and I'm like, what is a new year. Now it's amazing because a, a lot of places, like when when 2020 rolled over, January one, the first Sunday of the year, there were there were a lot of places that took that that you know whole Vision 2020 message and began to preach that and share that and did series on it, and it's awesome. But here's the truth: if you look back on January one, or you know, and uh, you was giving a message like, "Man, Vision 2020, is going to be the best year of your life," and. Yeah you love, like, man, that pastor missed it, amen? I mean, you know, we find out just how sometimes we can, and we do, we can miss it sometimes. But I, I was like, God, what, what did you speak to our house? Because, again, it's what God is doing, again, what we want to be a part of what God's speaking to us. And so, again, this didn't jump on the trend as, as well as I believe it would have preached. We could have got some cool graphics through it, Dad, and it would have looked good. But this is what I did. I went back and I looked at the message that God gave us January 1. And we kicked off a series called His Name Is. And the very first message that we had there in in the year, this year, January 2020, was that His name is hope. And I was like, "Man, God, you were setting it up. I mean, that there's that this is that there's a message that we can have hope in the midst of all. We didn't know what was going to happen this year. We didn't know all the things that would begin to unfold. We didn't know that this would be like a pandemic and all this crazy. We didn't know all these things would happen. But God places on my heart, man, there's a message of hope, and this is what I feel like now. God is bringing us into in this moment, and again, I always want to hear from Him as clear as I can that today He's bringing us into the new year." he's bringing us into the new blessing deep into this thing on September 20th of 2020. Today he's starting this. And so this is how you would do this. You would greet, and I'm going to try not to butcher it, Shana Tovah is the Hebrew Happy New Year. So I want you to look at your neighbor and say Shava. Tovah. Whoo, amen. Shabbat tovah. Happy New Year in the Hebrew. And so this is what I want you to do. I want you to connect with what God is wanting to do now. Come on. I want you to connect with what God is wanting to do right now. And so, again, this is why God, just give me, just place some my heart again, just a little bit different message to speak on this thing. Man, never taught on these things before. But this was amazing. Went back and looked. On the Jewish calendar, this is the year 5781. Fifty-seven, eighty-one in the Jewish calendar. This is the year for them, and, and it's amazing because I was like, man, just, I'm telling you, I just—it's like God has just been like—I've been having fun with Him this week, and He has been like lighting some stuff up in my heart. And, and one of the things that was like cool to me is that if you know me, you know I love the '80s. I ain't scared, baby. I'm telling you, I love it. I love the 80s, and it was an incredible steal. I mean, I of the greatest decades, man, of my life. I, I, God gave me that, that precious gift in, in, in the 80s. And just so many things that he did, and I love it. And then I looked at this, and it was like he hit me with this, man. We're, we're, we're in the 80s all over again. And it's wild. I'm like, I was trying to, like, I'm telling you, I was having fun with this thing. Me and Jesus was having a good time. And I'm like, man, this is wild. And I've always said this, that, man, it's the greatest decade of music to ever be put out in the history of the world. All the young people say, yeah. yo, you listen to it too. I know all y'all be listening to that stuff. It's so good. But spiritually, this is what he began to put in my heart. It's 5781, and I believe this is going to be the greatest decade of what comes out of a sound, and out of music, and out of worship, true encounters of anything unlike we have ever seen before in the history of the world. And we're going to see this, and we're going to experience, and it's going to be wild what God is going to do. And so again, He's showing us these things, man. I love it. I love the 80s, the 5780s. Love what He's doing. But Rosh Hashanah has a few things that we can look at that we need to do. And, again, uh, this is, these are just a few, and it's just lining up. It's just wild because it's just lining up. And this is what I see. Again, the Jewish people, whether, again, however you choose to view that, man, that's God's chosen people. And there is a, there, And this is what's cool for us. We're a part of a royal priesthood, a holy nation, if we have been grafted in by what Christ did. And so now he looks at us as his people. He looks at us as his children. He sees us as his very own. And we can experience and, and receive all the blessings that he has for his people because he's our daddy, because he's father. He's the one who brings us and adopts us and calls us his own. Amen, it's so cool. And so these are some of the things that they would do. One of the things that they would do in this season, Jewish people, his people, this is what they would do. They would take this, and this would be a time of reflection. And I'm like, man, as we look back, one of the things that we've been doing in this series, we've been looking back, and it has been a time of reflection as we've looked at the family. And we've seen it, and we have like, we've like given personal examination of life. And we, when we just, we've gotten very real. I mean, we have talked about stuff in this series, man, that churches lot would shy away from. We have dealt with stuff. We have looked at things, and we have made this a very much a personal time of reflection. And so this is what they do in Rosh Hashanah. They would take, and right now this would be a moment where with all the stuff that's happening, they would go back and they would look and take a time to where they do personal examination of their life. And it's, it's wild because don't we so often want to examine others? Wow, wow, wow. And we look at, man, look at what they have done. And we look at their life. And he's saying through this time and through this season, and this is what he's doing in the series, he's saying, man, take this and make this a time of personal reflection. But this is what we don't do. We don't reflect and look back and allow the enemy to keep us in our past. Amen, we don't allow the enemy to keep us where we have come, what we did. And so again, we learn this again by God setting free and breaking off generational strongholds last week. The history doesn't have to control the destiny. It doesn't have to stop us from where God is wanting to take us into. But we're honest about it. We sit back and we take personal reflection. And so we do this. The things that have happened in our life, we understand this, that we let those things go. We were singing just a few moments ago, man, about that, that being washed, being made clean, being made new in Him, and this is what He does for us. Some of y'all need to go all frozen, man. I'm going to sing it. I'll sing it, man. Y'all better watch out. Let it go. Let no, I ain't going to sing I'm going to say let it go. I mean, y'all got, some of y'all need to let it go. Let the past go. Don't shake your head at me right now. Don't, you, you let it go. You do this, but you reflect. And this is what they would do. They would look at this life of reflection. They would examine it, and they would make this declaration. I'm not going to allow that to keep me. I'm moving forward. So that reflection would now step into, and it's what we've been seeing. It's just amazing. What we've been seeing is they would take them from reflection to repentance. Oh, It would take them from a place to where they look at where they came from. They make the decision to walk in repentance in this area. And now that reflection becomes repentance. And repentance is where you do this. You have a change of mind. And you have a change of heart. Which has in effect now a change of new direction in your life. And so he produces in us a new direction. He takes us away from where we're coming from into what he has for us. And so it happens when we reflect on that, we walk in repentance towards that. And again, you can see the difference. Where you do this, you put him first. You repent. You make those changes and you repent. And now you do this. You go from reflection to repentance. And this is how it works. He brings you into Renewal. Man, it's amazing to me. The Rosh Hashanah, it is the celebration of the creation, the newness now. And it was, it's amazing. It's sometimes called the birthday of the world. And it's, I'm like, man, the world and my woman got a birthday on the same day. Amen. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Amen. And, and it's considered that this is a time when God made covenant with creation through Adam and Eve. And so, again, it's amazing just what you can learn. And then I saw this. I just saw this in my heart. This what he began to show. We're entering now into what is the fourth quarter of the natural year. It's like, man, we're having an end of where things come. And how many knows, like, football's kicked back off again? Yeah, football's going on, people's excited, or whatever. But how many knows? It's the fourth quarter where a game is won or lost. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Man, fourth quarter is where the game is lost. And so this is what I believe he's doing. He's showing us in the natural as we enter into the fourth quarter, but in the spiritual, we're entering into the first. And so this is what God does. He shows up and works. When it looks like everything's over, it's only just begun for him. He's only just getting started. When he's like "Man, we're hoping for the best in the end. He's showing up at first and getting ready to do it. So we don't do this. We don't quit. I mean, he's only just begun. Amen. I'll sing again. Amen. I'll go carpenters on y'all. He's only just begun. Amen. And so, but this is what we do. We don't quit. We don't stop. So many new folks are like, man, this church, he's crazy. Yeah, I am. Amen. But I, I love it. It's all right. But, and this is what I do. We step from now that place where we have this reflection in our life. And repent of that and say, I'm going to change my mind. He, and, and God's going to change my heart, and then I'm going in a whole new direction. And he produces now renewal in our life. And I love this. As I was studying this stuff, this is why I've been studying this stuff for years, man. And it, it is so cool. As I was looking, they, and it's like, man, how you know, we do it in church today. You know, there's got to be usually when there's a celebration, a gathering, there's usually food involved. Come on, somebody. I mean, fellowship. I mean, that's and and it's amazing the foods that surround. The foods that surround this holiday. This feast, this festival, what they're doing, what, the, what God's people are doing. And so again, they may be doing in the natural. We're going to be producing, receiving from it spiritually today. And as we see this, one of the things that they would do is now they would take now what is coming in from the harvest and they would look at the new fruits that have come in. They're looking at what's produced now, the newness, and they would begin to eat of those things. And so now they're doing this. We're stepping into a level and experiencing something new that we have never had before that is only produced in this season. It's only produced in this moment. So they would begin to eat those seasonal fruits. One of the things they would partake of is this. They would take apples, and they're dipping them in honey. That just sounds good. I feel Jesus in that, Amen. Who get me converting tonight? Amen. I but they would take apples, they dip dipping honey, and what this is they're doing is they're they're doing this, they're saying this. We're going to experience the sweetness and the goodness of God this year. Uh huh. And they would eat this and they would take these things and they would dip it in there and they would place it. They would be like, man, we're going to this year step into the sweetness and the goodness of him unlike we have ever encountered before. And God's like, man, that's what I'm doing right now. Can you see it? Can you taste it? He said, taste and see that the Lord is good. We can have it now in the spirit. We can have it today. Another thing that they would eat is this. They would eat fish. And that's good. I mean, I'm, I love seafood, man. The Lord's in that. And, uh, and, but they was, uh, some would take this so far as where they would eat during the season the fish heads. I don't know if Jesus is pleased with that. But, um, <laughs> but they'd eat the fish heads. And, and, and they would do this as a symbolizing that they're the head, not the tail. That God's bringing them in. He's, he's taking them from the back, bringing them into the front. They're going to experience something in him. Again, a newness of something they've never encountered before. How incredible is this? One of the big fruits that now they would do is this, they would eat pomegranate. And this is one of the things that they're eating in a day. And it's, it's wild because if you open a pomegranate up, it has 200 to 1,400 seeds in it. I'm telling you. And they would do this. They would step into this representing, and they would partake of this, those seeds representing the multitude and the blessing, the inheritance, and the increase that is now going to happen as they enter into a new year. And it's it's beautiful, and I love it. And so, again, this is how it works for the Lord. There's so much that he has that we haven't partaken of yet. I mean, there's so much available to his people, to his children. And so he has this for us. And again, I love this. One of the things that they do, part of the ceremonial actions, again, they're doing natural maybe, but we're doing spiritually. They would have a ceremonial uh, action to where they would go to running and moving water. And in that moving water, they would stand by that water and they would take bread and they would cast that bread into that moving water that was flowing away from them. And what that represents is this, that all the sin, all the shame, everything again that had come upon them from their past. And I'm going, God, man, we just got through preaching this thing. And God, you're showing it. And as they would cast it into the water, they would watch those things go away. And we got to, last week, God show us people going into the moving waters. And as they come forth, I believe, man, things being washed away, things being broken off of them, people being set free from stuff and being delivered. And I'm telling you today, this is what we do. When we step into the waters that he has for us, healing comes, cleansing comes, victory comes, all sin leaves, all shame goes, victory is there for his people. And I love this. Micah recorded it this way in chapter 7. Verse 19 says, he will again have compassion on us he will, and will subdue our iniquities. We talked about that word last week. And will, you will cast all your sins into the depths of the sea. That's what he did for us. And I love it and it's beautiful. And what we see is another word for this, this word Rosh Hashanah, another word for this, it is the feast of trumpets. And it's just, oh man, it's just amazing. It is incredible what you see throughout Scripture, the representation that's there. And he said it in our main text today that this will be a memorial of trumpets. So this is, again, a memorial is a time of remembrance where you stand back and you remember, you honor, you're reflecting on. And, and for some and for some situations, it's a celebration of, but you're remembering and you're honoring. And so this is what he said about Rosh Hashanah. This is what this word is, that this is a feast of trumpets. And so now we're doing this as a memorial of trumpets. You start thinking in Scripture, and there was just so much in this, man, that, that was there that we could look at. But I just wanted to pull a few. One of the things that you watch what would happen is that there were moments when that trumpet sounded and what that represented and brought to God's people. So again, as a memorial, as a remembrance of the trumpet sounding. Pastor Andrew, if you just, I want you to bring me that real quick, man. If just, i to show you this. As you hear this, if you study the Hebrew word, it is the word, it's the word shofar and it is a, what would be a ram's horn. And it's not a brass instrument or whatever. Again, those things are awesome too. They sound cool. But this is a shofar, and so this would be what would be blown in those times. And so it's amazing. As you look at Scripture, as you begin to read, just, look at, just follow me. I'm going to try to do this quickly. Exodus 19. Verse 16, look at what you see here. This is when now Moses and God have an encounter. This shows up in Sinai, Mount Sinai. Look at what happens in verse 16. Then it came to pass on the third day in the morning that there were thunderings and lightnings and a thick cloud on the mountain, and the sound of the trumpet was very loud. Ah. The sound of the trumpet was very loud. Now, you got to understand, there was nobody in the natural blow in this thing. So that all the people who were in the camp trembled. This is a different sound. I'm telling you, man, this is producing something that we've never heard before. And so this is what happened. It would be, again, this sound was produced, and the entire camp was trembling, and Moses brought the people out of the camp to meet with God, and they they stood at the foot of the mountain. Now Mount Sinai was completely in smoke. Because the Lord descended upon it in fire, its smoke ascended like the smoke of a furnace, and the whole mountain quaked greatly. (sighs) Amen. Acts 2. Go read Acts 2 and watch what happens when the Holy Spirit shows up. He was making his presence known. And when the blast of the trumpet sounded long and became louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God answered him by voice. Then the Lord came down upon Mount Sinai on the top of the mountain, and the Lord called Moses to the top of the mountain, and Moses went up. And so this is what I love. This is what's happened. As we look back and reflect on the trumpet sound, the first time we see this, and this is so beautiful, is that now we have been preaching this, hitting this. You're going to hear about it in faith track that this church is here to make Jesus known that we get to know him more. He's saying when the trumpet sounds, it's not that we're making him known. He's making his presence known. He's showing up in our life. And He now he does this. He shows up in to the people he makes his presence known on the earth they are blown away by what they see and today we still have this we have his holy spirit we have a sound from heaven that we can experience today and he said to do it this way to blow the trumpet in Zion to sound an alarm on the holy mountain now I'm not going to blow it I sing better than I blow a trumpet so that ain't good amen that is not good so I'm going to hand this over and uh, and, and just I'm going to give this back because if I start trying to blow it it ain't going to be pretty I want you to hear this because listen this sound that came from heaven that ushered in the presence of the Lord now this is what he did he showed up and now he begins to tell his people to blow the trumpet Look at Joel 2. When I didn't say it, when I got excited, I didn't read it, I just shouted this thing out, man, and quoted it out. Blow the trumpet in Zion, sound an alarm on my holy mountain. Let all the inhabitants of the land tremble, for the day of the Lord is coming, for it is at hand. The message there says, Blow the ram's horn trumpet in Zion, trumpet the alarm on my holy mountain, and shake the country up. There's so much stuff shaking our country up. It's time that the church begins to shake this country up. It's time that we begin to sound an alarm. We begin to blow the trumpet in Zion. We begin to release a sound unlike anything we've ever experienced before. This is what God's doing. And I love it. And again, you study this out. I encourage you to do it. There were so many reasons that they would blow this trumpet. And they would sound the alarm. And there were moments and times where it was sounded and it was a call to worship. That trumpet's being sounded today. There were moments and times where that trumpet was sounded, and they said, no, now it's time for us to go to war. That trumpet is being sounded today. There is an all-out assault against the family and God's people are called to do this. Wage war on the enemy. Wage come together and we are to blow the trumpet. He goes on in verse 15. Blow the trumpet in Zion. Consecrate a fast. Call a sacred assembly. And I love this and I believe this. We're going to see God do this. I believe Jesus is going to come down and he's going to stand on that very mountain one day again and then we see this and it's so important that today the location is huge because he says to gather together in the assembly this is what God's calling us together into to come unified in him and now to do this honoring and lift up and blow that trumpet again sound that alarm again and then watch what he does and this is amazing as our worship team comes man I'm telling you as we begin to just lift up a the sound there is a newness that's here there is something that god is doing and so he said to do it this way to offer it bring up an offering of him by fire that we are to bring now an offering of him by fire i mean and as i this week as i was just meditating on the scriptures and just reading this stuff i thought about a worship song from just a few years back man that he provides the fire we provide the sacrifice And this is what he's asking, I believe, today from his people, man. Just come. He said, just offer yourself to him. as a living sacrifice. Bring yourself into him. And he provides and puts the fire on that. He releases his spirit upon that. And it is amazing what God does. And I want to close with this last verse. Because I don't think we can just talk about the trumpet sounds and not speak about this one right now. I believe we are closer to it than what we've ever been before. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 52, he says it this way. He said, In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. Do we understand this? That there will be a moment in time where that, that trumpet sound will cease. It will end. There will be a final trumpet. And for the trumpet will sound... And the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. Amen. The old has passed away. Behold, he said he makes all things new. Will you stand, please? And as you stand, I just want to ask you to immediately do this. Just begin to just go into a moment with you and God. Don't worry about anything else in this room right now. Don't worry about anybody else here. He's here. He's in this place. Oh, man, and this reminder, and this, oh, man, this final ram's horn reminder, this final trumpet that's being sounded is ushering in, and it's going to be a time where he comes. He steps into the scene, and there's a moment in time where we can do this. We can have eternity with the king. Oh, man, we can have eternity with one of the reminders that they would do and he said to take this memorial of trumpets, take this a memorial of sounds that show far being placed it is a reminder of the time when Abraham was taking up his son Isaac up a mountain he laid him there upon an altar to sacrifice and there was a voice that opened up from heaven And there was a sound that came in. And it was a picture of a sacrifice of a son that would be given for the forgiveness of all sin. And that son, Christ Jesus, did this. He gave his life for us this is the truth today. They read those scriptures and, and so often they're reading those things and said, say, man, it hasn't happened. And Jesus is saying, I'm already here. I'm already here. And so for, first of all, his hands are bowed eyes are closed, I want to ask you this morning. First of all, man, it, if that final trumpet was to sound today, the final trumpet was the sound. If if the sky opened and Jesus returned and he came and stood on that mountain, are you ready to see him face to face? Are you ready to see him face to face? If you are today, listen, the Holy Spirit today, man, as we celebrate the newness of life, as we begin to see him in a whole new way, this should bring forth hope and life to you. Unlike you ever have before, unlike you've ever encountered in him ever before. Listen, just right now, heads mine and eyes are closed. If you were unable to say, as I asked that question, man, that if you knew that Jesus came today, you would see Him face to face and you would know that heaven is your home. Listen, I want to get that settled today. All the promises that come as God's children, I want you as a recipient of that. I don't want you to miss out on that. And this was a sacrifice that was given to you. And just as hands he are bowed, eyes are closed right now. Listen, if today you were to say this, you were honest with God, you were honest with yourself, if you were to say, man, I don't know, if heaven would be my home. I want to ask you to do this right where you're at. Just right where you're standing. Just lift up your hand. High to heaven, man. I want to pray with you. I want to introduce you to Jesus, the Messiah who has come, the one who is here, who, who has stepped out of heaven. So if that's you, just lift up your hand. Real high to heaven. Amen. Just lift it up. High to heaven. Yeah, God bless you. Let's raise it up. Father, thank you right now. Yeah, thank you for who you're drawing. Continue to draw by your spirit. There's newness here. Come on, some of you right now, this needs to be a time of reflection. It needs to be a time of reflection for you. Repentance right now to happen in your life, and now you step into the renewal and the newness of God. So, Father, right now, I'll speak your blessings right now. Over there. So, Father, we just come to you right now. We reflect. We look back. We recognize we're sinners. And we repent of that today knowing we need a Savior. And we thank you for the newness of life that comes in your son Jesus. In that holy name we pray. Amen. Amen. Tens are bowed, I'll just do a close. Listen, we was just speaking earlier on those fruits and all those things that are represented today. I believe there are just some things that God's wanting to do. For some right now, He wants you to experience Him in a newness unlike you've ever encountered before. For some right now, listen, this is a new year for you. You need to let some old things go, step into the newness of what God has for you. Amen. What are you believing for in the new year? What were you believing for January 1? You're like, man, that didn't happen. Listen, it's for now. It's for what he's doing today. It's for his people. Listen, it's not a natural calendar. It's a God calendar. And he's not bound by space and time. So listen, right now, what are you believing God for? For some of you, listen, it's the the goodness of God. You want to partake of that. For some of you, you want to step in. The old old being passed away, new being brought forth. For some, the same as a pomegranate. You're needing the blessing of God on your life. Right now, you're going through a situation that the blessing of God in your life is here. There's newness here. Right now, the Holy Spirit spoke you today through this message. You know today he's drawing your heart just to him, to receive from him. Lift up both hands. High to heaven as you can get a Father, right now, we lift up our hands to you, Lord. Hallelujah. Can we receive it today, God? Yeah, we receive today, Lord. It's the coincidence today, God. But you started in this room last week, God. You're drawing and doing now a new thing. We want all that you have for us, God. We want all that you have, Lord. We give all to you, Jesus. Yeah, our prayer team is just gathering right now on different stations throughout this room. And as they just begin to move right now, listen, if you lifted up your hand, I want to ask you to do this. As they begin to go, there'll be people down at both sides of this stage. There'll be people on both backs of this room. You can step out. And I want to ask you to do this today. If you've lifted up your hand and you're saying today, I, God has been speaking to my heart. I want to step into and receive the newness of what God has for me right now. Right now, just begin to step out. We just want to pray with you. Right now, listen, if you want to do this, if you want someone to go with you, just grab a neighbor's hand right now. Say, will you walk with me? Would you go with me right now? Step out. Yeah, step out. Just the same way we day we, we received responses last week, as people respond to the Spirit, He moves on their behalf. Yeah, thank you, Father Lord.
1: And now, as the worship
0: team just releases in this house, there's going to be a newness come. There's going to be a sound that comes. Thanks again for listening to this message. We hope it's been a source of encouragement for you. If you need prayer, would like to support this ministry through your financial giving, or just want to learn more about Faith Renewed, please stop by faithrenewed.org.